are super bad before Krypton explodes, but after the show Krypton premieres on the Sci-Fi Channel, which is something that just happened, it's our podcast after Krypton. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And we are going to be talking about Savage Night, the latest episode of Not Judgment Krypton. Night, but Savage Night. Yes, yeah, a lot of Savage. nights going on on the TV this week. Uh, just to bring you up to speed with a little bit of recap, a um, bunch of stuff going on on Krypton. The main thing is Brainiac is attacking. He has taken over the Voice of Rao, the head of the religion. The Voice of Rao has taken over the military guild in the city and is slowly absorbing everything on Krypton. Uh, meanwhile, General Zod is teamed up with Seg-El, who is Superman's grandfather, and Lightazod, who is his mother, to try to save the city of Kandor and stop Brainiac. On the other side of things, interestingly enough, is Adam Strange, a hero who has traveled from quote-unquote, our time period. We, he thought to stop Brainiac, but it turns out Brainiac is actually the person who destabilizes Krypton, which means Superman leaves. So now he kind of wants to help Brainiac, which is an interesting position to put him in. He needs to protect Seg and uh, help Brainiac. Right, so he has two missions going on. But um, stop Zod, maybe. Yes, and uh, there's also the House of Vex that uh, tried to have an insurrection against the voice of Rao before they found out who is Brainiac. This led to Darren Vex, who who is Nisavex's father trying to kill her on the command of the voice of Rao. Uh, Nisavex left with her betrothed, her intended uh, Segel uh, and Lightazod, which is super awkward. And they all escape together along with Lightazod's mom, Jane Azad, who is General Zod's grandmother <laughs> because of time sucks. travel. And uh, there's uh, Lightazod's betrothed is Dev, right. who is, was, became a Brainiac tool and he was left out in the right. Outlands. He got shot in the arm and is definitely dead. Definitely dead. Definitely dead. Well, and hear that's from where him again. we pick up uh, leading into this episode. Which takes place two weeks earlier. Well, yeah. So we start off two weeks earlier and we are uh, following Adam Strange. So when we saw him in the premiere, he disappeared for a little period of time yeah. when the Zeta Beam took him away somewhere before he showed up again. And we find out what's going on this episode. We got a couple of DC Comics shout outs. Yeah. Uh, are you an Adam Strange fan? Yeah. So we got to hear... He, so he's on the planet of Ran. Um, we get to hear from Sardath. Sardath. We see them, but it's uh, it was still cool to hear Sardath and Alana. Alana is Adam Strange's uh, wife in the comics. Sardath is uh, her father, I believe, and sort of the main uh, leader of, of Ran. Um, but it sounds like they don't really like him. He's like right. a fuck up. He, yeah, he calls them assholes, which I thought he was talking to us, the people watching the show. That would be weird. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we're supposed to get from this is this is still a new Adam Strange. This yes. is not the Adam Strange that has saved uh, Rand so It's kind of like away. how this is a new General Zod. It's not the General Zod we know and love. It's a yeah, right, it's got a real chip on his shoulder. Um, uh, yeah, he says he was meant to save Superman and he still hasn't done it yet. Right. Um, and that's uh, drives him throughout I guess this whole season you could say. Right, exactly. Like he wants to be a hero. The problem is he which we talked about a lot on this podcast is him being a hero brings him directly opposite the heroes of this show, which turns yeah. him into a villain I think by default. Which is weird. Also, uh, they, but it, but I love that. I love that all all the characters is isn't like good versus evil. It's just a lot of characters with different uh, needs, wants, and sort of goals, and it makes you makes it an interesting show to watch. Yeah, or just a clusterfuck of ideas. All right, all right, uh, we get it. We so, get it. Um, one of the interesting storylines from before is this character of Ona, who is the daughter of uh, this 
this poor woman who becomes the first vessel of Brainiac, and she becomes a handmaid of Rao. Um, and she has a connection with Kem, the bartender, and um, and he feels uh, sort of guilty that she's caught up as this in this religious. Yeah, he He was responsible for this kid that sh- he basically just hands over to an evil brainiac religious fucking freak. And is, well, he didn't know yeah, that. I think he. I think he feels guilty about it. He spends. He, he spends this he whole does. episode. But, so one of the headmates uh, escapes and tells him that every night Brainiac goes into the Genesis Chamber, which is the place where they breed everybody on Krypton. This is uh, nobody actually, you know, box on Krypton. What, what was it? Huh. Either say something or don't. Fuck. Wow. I'm saying it to the mic so the people at home yeah. can okay, hear it. So other people can hear it, just not us. Cool Alex uh, says sex words very quietly. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so, so Brainiac is watching. Babies. Brainiac is eating babies in the Genesis Chamber. He's sucking all the information out of them. It's a great show, guys. So that he can find out. You love eating babies. That's one of your favorite things. Yeah. Just as a hobby. Yeah. Uh, I, the other day, I came over to your house, and I was like, what are you doing? And you were like, eating babies. I do not like eating, eating babies. babies. That's fucked babies. up. So I... Uh this this the relationship between Cam and Ona to me is like has it's so well done. It has this great just emotional impact throughout this season and this episode specifically. Pete, oh I my can tell god, are you agree. fucking kidding me? This fucking guy ruins this child's life, child and you're no, like, oh, I love it. The child I love had, it so much. How he just like gives this kid over to basically religion, the then chi- that completely turns out to be run by a fucking. A brainiac, she had all n- villains. She had nowhere else to go. Her mom died. Why doesn't he fucking step up and take care of her? Because she also wanted to go do that, and she had the opportunity. Well, to ha- she's a two-year-old. Okay, she before we get too in the weeds here, uh, why don't we jump over and talk a little bit about the Zod storyline? Some two-year-old's because- like, hey, I want to go join a religious cult. You got to be like, hey, honey, you got to wait until you're older before you're making fucking life decisions. And that's great, but instead, let's <laughs> talk about uh, the Zods uh, finding a new ally in Jaxer, which is a classic Superman uh, DC comic book character uh, Mm. with a little bit of a twist here. Uh, She's a woman instead of a man, but uh, she's always been more scientifically minded than General Zod in the comics, but still usually clashed with Jor-El and clashed with Superman, whatever the character has shown up. Uh, So I thought it was pretty cool to see her here. She turns out to be the head of Black Zero. We've been wondering what's going on with Black Zero, uh, the revolutionary group for a very long time now, uh, and they make a deal. They say, we're going to help you take out Brainiac in exchange. You bring us Daron Vex yeah. because he fucked us all over by letting the voice of Roward here. And frankly, she's right. Yes. You're Pete. talking about the uh, blonde lady? Yes. Okay, so the blonde lady cuts General Zod, and then it was like, you say another word and I'll cut you. Then he says like five or six more sentences. She doesn't do shit. So I don't know what the fuck... Make a decision, lady. Either cut people for talking or don't. Well, what was cool about that is Zod, they were allied together, uh, and Zod shows up, and he's like, we're going to do this. And she's like, hey, man, you need to stay in line. You can't just come and go as you please. I thought that was a cool moment. Uh, Yeah, but then that was complete bullshit. She was like, you can't say another word. And then he's like, five or six sentences deep. And I guess he's really focused on the the specifics there. I think, um, so their plan is to attack, uh, attack, 
uh, Brainiac, uh, the yeah, voice of Rao. Yeah, great plan that they in, put together. When he's in the Genesis Chamber, which, uh, so they're all sort of gearing up for that. There's right. uh, different teams. You've got Zod and Mama Zod um, out to, to prepare for that. And then our love triangle, our Archie Betty and Veronica. Uh, yeah, which don't, is, you, don't I, you? Once again, I really like Nissa Vex, this episode. I thought she was great, and I think she... She comes right out and says, hey, I thought I was going to be with SEG. That's what I wanted my life to be. And I don't think we talked a lot of this podcast, specifically you've railed out over being like, oh, she's manipulative. Mm -hmm. She owns up to being manipulative when she is manipulative. But in that moment, she's straight up about like, this is what I thought my life was going to be. Clearly, that's not how it's going to turn out. And she does needle light as odd and she needles Segal a little bit. But ultimately, I love what's the way she handles her, her father. In yeah, this episode. What, uh, she a lot of the show is about what makes a hero like the best superhero shows on TV. And here, what she's doing is she is showing how she is a true hero for Kandor by stepping up in a way that her family does not intend. And I yeah. think that's great. I came into the first half of the season. I thought light Azad was the best character, the heart of the show. Yeah. And I feel like Nissa has sort of taken yeah. that over. Like she's so good. I sort of want Seg to be with Nissa. Uh, yeah. Dev shows up real Reggie of the situation. Um, <laughs> after they find him in the snow, he's How still is alive. He alive. Is that just like brainiac stuff? In I his think body? some of that brainiac juice. Uh, yeah. helps. So they, um, he's bring, just kind of stumbling around in there. They give him a stump for an arm and bring him back to the fortress of solitude. Yeah. They give him a, uh, the grand, Grandpa computer. Right. Grandpa the computer. Day. Uh, and that's when they have to f- make sure that Niss is on board with them taking her father. And she is. Oh, yeah. She's she like, get rid of that dude. He tried to have me killed. Yeah. yeah. And that, uh, to jump ahead a little bit, that leads to another great Nissa moment later on when they bring, they eventually capture Darren Vex and they bring him to Jaxer. And Nissa and Darren have this conversation Again, we've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but uh, Darren Vex is really sad, and she calls him out on that. Yeah. She tells him how pitiful he is, how sniveling he is, and that she learned from him, but ultimately is better at this than him. And the way she says goodbye, father, at the oh. end, a total, totally ice yeah. cold and a horrible and gut-wrenching, and I thought so well done in that moment. Yeah, I agree. I thought that was a great scene. Um, between that and more of the stuff between Cam the bartender and Ona, I thought there, Dude, there's don't so bring many. That up again, you. <laughs> there's so many. Piece of shit. Bi- <laughs> Yo, there's so many just big emotional moments in this episode. Uh, well, let's talk, take a step back before Darren Vex gets captured. Uh, Adam Strange tries to make a deal with him. Yeah. What you, do you think Adam's goal is? In this wait, scene? First off, that was just so ridiculous. The way he's like. Going for a deal, and all he wants to know is where Seg is. You know all of Seg's friends. You know where they hang out. You could easily get Seg. You're but Seg's mad at throwing him, throwing everybody underneath the bus, and then you're like, yeah, bring Seg, Seg to uh, me. Seg is mad at him, and also Seg is on an uncharted part of Candor, and yeah. nobody knows where it is. And I also like, but they the, always go back to the fucking bar. So like, wait there for a little bit. In the same way that none of the crypt, the Candorian uh, characters care about Superman. Uh, Strange doesn't care about any of the Kryptonian characters. Like he yeah. just cares about Seg. Because I'm with Seg, Strange on that one. Seg equals Superman, uh, and I, I think that's cool. Like I like. He's like, yeah, I want a deal. I have to protect Seg. That's all he cares about, and so well, that's what have, he's going to do. They have that conversation earlier on between Kem and Adam Strange, where Kem tells him straight up, he's like. We care about this planet. We yeah. don't know what Super Red is. We don't know yeah. who you are. We just met you. Leave us alone. Uh, and like we were talking around a lot, it sets up 
this very interesting viewing experience of who am I supposed to be rooting for? Who yeah. is the actual hero of the show? And uh, I think it's Brainiac. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. That may be the whole, the only wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Light is getting awful cozy with death. Uh, yeah, I think uh, like what the, our love triangles being broken. Well, I think I think that's partially powered by the fact that Lyda met General Zod and she knows she has a kid. And yeah. Zod told her, "Your my father died during the Battle of Kador. and so she's like, "Oh, okay, that's gotta be Dev, I guess. Yeah. That's probably who it is." And I think because of that. She's almost gotten more into him. And I think she's like, oh, if if he is the father of this guy, then he's going to die. So she's right. like, I'm going to make him feel better, maximize my yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. But I think we still have a twist coming. I think there's something going yeah. on in these relationships that we're not expecting at this point. But I do love the way they sort of back into the Superman mythos uh, mm-hmm. with a lot of this stuff. And it makes me think that this show is the best best DC property. Fuck uh, you. <laughs> I really do think Are that. you, do you want me to beat you right no. now? Be, what are you, what, what is are it you, the, the, Everything, you're talking about how this show is so muddy and murky and all over the place and it's just like, oh. I'm uh, not saying it's muddy and murky. I'm saying the characters are not defined by black and white characteristics. Like, I don't know who is good and who is evil all the way. Like real that's people. That's maddening That's me. good writing. No. I know you like it when it's just like, oh, that person is bad. That person is good. Yeah, I do. I yeah, like I know. That. That's not how uh, anything works. No, it's too bad. So Maybe should we talk about, so they do try to clock. attack Brainiac. They try to kill yeah. Brainiac. Uh, we get, and I, I completely admit to being a total sucker for Superman stuff, but seeing Brainiac fight General Zod... That's great. Yeah. That's just a lot of fun. Well, Brainiac picks up General Zod, holds him over the Genesis chamber, and then with one shot, one perfect shot, he gets killed and falls into the Genesis well, you chamber. Can back up the truck here for a second? Because I would love to. There was what, one, what kind of truck do I own? There is a really amazing moment where uh, I sometimes the show has really amazing lines, and uh, when the the military lady was like, I'm tired of running, and then just goes on a just Mama's unbelievable on. like fight sequence killing spree. It was glorious and fantastic. Wow, that's the first time I've heard you say that about this show. Yeah, uh, it was a great fight sequence. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was a really the great fight sequence. The fights are very sequence. good. Yeah. Not all the time. Uh, but... Yes, and then we get that kind of Star Wars moment where it gets shot and then falls down that like new age looking shaft. Uh, I gotta type tell you, thing. I was surprised. Like I was less surprised when they brought him back later, but I that they were actually able to take Brady out out with one shot. I was like, oh, that is a ballsy move to do on yeah. the show. Uh, uh, and also, then he comes like, back pretty much worse for the wear and fucks shit up even worse, but. I thought that was great. I liked that move a lot. I was like, guys, you can't just walk away and be like, oh, we did it. Well, I mean, I think it, they emphasize that point when uh, Zod goes back to um, Jax uh, and yeah, the, and they, the like, Black Series headquarters and yeah. says, show me the body. And so they don't turn up. Show me over. the body. Yeah. He did right. that but with the shirt like, off, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, Jax was like, show me the body. But you yeah. see this uh, android of Brainiac is so powerful. You can't just shoot him once and be like, well, cyborg. we did that. It's more of a cyborg. I just want to. Yeah. Well, either android. way, you can't just do that and walk away. You guys, there's got to be more follow well, through. Yeah. It's very far down the Genesis chamber. Yeah, it's a long way down. Take the elevator down. Show me the body. You had, <laughs> me, at me, Black, the body. You had me at Black Zero. Did you know that the Brainiac head weighs 10 pounds? Wow, no, great. Oh, my God. Uh, 
So then we have uh, Ona and Brainiac, who is all messed up, meets up with Ona, uh, not looking good. We see her uh, meet up with all the characters. Yeah, and the bartender just lets her walk by, you know, like, oh, hey, stop that little girl that you should fucking try to help more in your life. <laughs> why you, I just don't understand. Why, it's okay, it's going though, on. because she finally got to turn into a bomb. Yeah, you guys <laughs> love when kids blow up. No. You love, I don't you love, love it. shows that celebrate kids blowing up, so I can understand yeah, 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 why yeah. you're no, so into this. I don't love it. I, I thought that was, like it a lot, yeah, but yeah. I don't love it. The show, when that blew up, when that kid exploded, I was like, fuck this show. Fuck you guys for making me watch this. See, I just thought it was actually really well done and shockingly very sad. Like it was kid bombs, kid bombs. And again, uh, the the whole point was to show that it it is bad. That that was a bad guy who did that. It wasn't glorifying it. Makes a choice. He steps up and he puts his shield up and he blocks Seg and sacrifices his own life. And again, the show got me for the second time in like ten minutes because I was like, I can't believe they just killed Adam Strange. That's crazy. Like you could still at the and I started running through, okay, I guess he could come back with time travel stuff so they could see an earlier version of him. But I I was stunned. I could not believe that they killed him. Oh, I didn't think he died at all. <laughs> yes, I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't think he died uh, at because all. Because he does save Seg uh, and then finds himself somewhere else where something has happened. What do you think was going on in this scene? I honestly don't know. That blonde woman was there just sort of frozen. And right, sort that of, wasn't Nyssa, right? No, it made me think that he's back on Earth, uh, and he somehow messed up, and there were consequences mm-hmm. for the planet Earth. That's the only w- way I could sort of justify it, because I was like, otherwise, are you introducing a new character that we have no idea about? I thought that the girl was the baby who exploded. Oh, no, I don't think that's who it was. I do think... Uh I mean, I agree with you. I think we're not supposed to know actually what's going on, but yeah. I do think the big thing is like, yeah, he screwed up somehow. Time did, did, did get changed. He's either in the future or back in his time, and things have gotten even worse, which we're going to find out in the next Before episode. Before that uh, baby exploded, they did have that moment where they were like, yo, guys, I think General Zod is bad. He was talking about how he wasn't on, uh, you yeah. know, he was in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, so. they do drop the Phantom Zone, which the last episode of the season is called the Phantom Zone. So we're going to see it introduced, and that's pretty messed up, too. Into it. I can't wait. Before we go, let's do a little bit of trivia. i got some trivia for you guys. So okay. in the comic books, there's a comic book character that hasn't been introduced on Krypton yet. There's a character that's like Superman, but smaller. Oh, what is the name yeah. of this character? Oh, is it um, Superman Jr.? No, that's very close. That's very close. Oh. Pete, do you have a guess? Uh, small Fry? No, no, that's, that's a, a different show. That's Riverdale. Oh. Uh, the actual answer is Superboy. He's oh, like Superman, but he's a boy. Smart. There you go. That's it's smart. all very smart. If you're smart, please support our show at patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. in New York at the Pit Loft. That's totally free. Come on down. We'll chat about Superman. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Uh, Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at comic book live. Check us out at comic book club at live.com for the podcast and more. And we'll see you after Krypton.